Warm intros run the world. It's how humans translate trust with each other. If you want to break into a network, get someone from that network to vouch for you and getting in is much easier. With that said, I don't know how this has happened, but in 2023, getting a warm intro has never been harder. There are thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people aiming to get into very exclusive networks. And the warm intro model isn't effective anymore. There's too much noise for the signal. So if you are a professional, if you're someone that wants to expand your network, what is someone to do? Well, you could spend your time cold emailing, sending LinkedIn emails, and hoping one of 100 people replies gets you a coffee meeting that leads nowhere. Or you could do something different. And today's episode is sponsored by SeedScout, which allows you to do something different. SeedScout is a platform that allows you to request introductions to other people on the network with a click of a button. No more sending long emails, no more sending doing all this research, right? It's simple. You send an intro request. If they want to meet you, they accept, and you're instantly introduced. SeedScout is an alternative way to expand your network that gives someone more context than a cold email, but it's faster to achieve than that warm introduction. So if you are a sick of spending hours, days, weeks, months, even years trying to break into new networks and you just want to try something new, I would check out seedscout.com, S-E-E-D, scout.com. Let's get into today's episode and thanks for listening. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Zach Roseman, who's the founder of DraftSport. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Thanks. Excited to be here. Appreciate you uh, taking the time with me. Yeah, excited to have you on. Looking forward to learning more about what you are working on. For people that haven't heard of your company, what is DraftSport? What are you working on? Uh, it's really pretty simple, and you'll get it in 10 seconds or less. DraftSport is a talent marketplace. And so the basic concept is that most companies offer their employees a referral bonus. could be $1,000, $3,000, $10,000, whatever the number is. And our pitch to companies is why are you limiting that bonus to just only your own employees? Why not make that bonus public and claimable by anyone in the world? And so DraftBoard is where that happens. We have on one side of the marketplace companies who publicly list their referral bonuses. It takes less than 90 seconds. It's 100% free for them to list them. And on the other side of the marketplace is what we call scouts. A scout is just a fancy word for refer. Um, and a scout can be anyone. It can be you, your parents, your siblings, your partner, your friends, anyone. Um, with the idea that everyone in the world has built a network from kindergarten to college to who you play pub trivia with on the weekends. And you can turn into a referrer of your friends to jobs. And oh, by the way, you can make thousands of dollars in the meantime while doing it. I love that. Very innovative. And also, I, I feel like very effective. Like walk me through a little bit of how it works from like, Either persona, from a scout's persona, from a company's persona. Can you just dive into a little more about how it works on the like the, the nitty gritty? 
Yeah, sure. So, so on the company side, I'll start with that. So from the company side, um, it's super simple. We integrate with uh, most of the major ATSs like Greenhouse, Lever, um, Workable, and a bunch of others. And so what it is essentially, you give us permissions to integrate with your ATS. Let's use Greenhouse as an example. Um, it takes, again, less than 90 seconds to get integrated. Once we're integrated with your ATS, we ingest all of your jobs and all of the data related to your jobs. So the job spec, the locations, everything like that. It shows up on your Draftboard dashboard, your, your company dashboard within Draftboard as a, as a company. Uh, and then all you have to do is set what you want the referral bonus to be. You can set it at a dollar, you can set it at a million dollars or anywhere in between. Uh, and then you have total control over that bonus. You can change that bonus at any time. You can remove that bonus. You can add bonuses for other jobs. You can double it. You can have it. Totally up to you. Because um, oftentimes as companies, you have different priorities and some some days you know that product manager job might be critical and you need to have a higher bonus to entice more scouts to work on that job and some days that product manager job is lower lower priority and so you might want to lower the bonus or remove the bonus entirely because it's not as critical to the company so it's very simple on the company side again it takes 90 seconds to go from onboarding to start the onboarding call to your jobs are listed on draftboard uh, on the scout side it's also it's even less than that so you, anyone can go to draftboard.com now they can uh, see all the jobs that are listed it's totally you don't have to sign up before you see them so you can see jobs from companies like SeatGeek and via and my fitness pal and one signal and a whole bunch of others There's almost 50 companies that have that have started listing their jobs on the pl platform in just the last few months um, and you click a share button that share button opens up a window where you can copy a link to that job it's a unique link a uh, unique referral link you can send that link any way you want, an email, a text message, a WhatsApp, a Slack, anything you want. When someone, when your friend you sent that link to because you think they're a good fit for that job, clicks on the link, it brings them to a draft board page where the job spec for that company is posted and they can decide whether to apply or not. Um, if they apply, um, this is where the magic starts to happen, um, where if they applied on any other job board like LinkedIn or Indeed, the application will go straight to the company. There's no filter. And so what ends up happening is the companies get thousands of applications for, for a job in a matter of hours or days. In our system, the person who sent you the link, they first have to approve you. So you click submit as the applicant and the person who sent the link has to approve you. And so, you know, the, the typical question is why would anyone reject anyone else? Why would a scout reject any of the candidates? And so the short answer without going into all the details essentially is that every scout earns what we call a reputation score. And their reputation score because we're hooked into a company's greenhouse or whatever ATS they use, we can actually track the status of every candidate that we send to the ATS. So we know what stage they're in. Resume received, first, uh, first interview, second interview, third interview, all the way down to hired. And so we can say on average, Scout A, their candidates tend to move further through a process. So they're going to have a higher reputation score. Think of it like an Airbnb rating, 4.7 out of 5. Scout B is sending terrible can candidates. So they're going to have a low rating, 1 out of 5. And companies set minimums. They say, I'll only accept referrals from scouts with a minimum score of 3.8 or 4.0 or 4.2. And what that does is it incentivizes scouts to be really careful about who they approve and reject. And we're seeing that in the data. Our scouts are rejecting 50% of candidates who apply via their links just off the bat. And so that's 50% fewer candidates, crappy candidates, essentially, that companies have to sort through. Yeah, really smart model. Super cool. Um, it leads me to wonder, like, how do you come up with it? Like, it is like it's, it seems very innovative. I don't know other people are doing this quite like this like what's the origin story and how'd you get this idea and why are you working on it <laughs> yeah so i left my last company it was a little uh, well it depends how you count but it was a 500 person company we had offices around the world um i left that company at the uh, beginning of 2022 so about a year and a half ago and one of the biggest challenges i had in the company was hiring we would hire you know 30 people a year 50 people a year depending on the year and there was always tension between the uh, talent teams and the hiring managers. The hiring managers wanted better people and they wanted them faster. The talent teams were overworked. You can only work a single talent person can only source 
for a certain number of jobs at a time, five or six, maybe seven jobs. And so that led to priority conflict, right? Like every hiring manager thinks their role is the most important, but the, the talent person is being told, we'll prioritize these roles over those roles. Uh, and so that was, I always thought there was something broken with that. And then I was actually really inspired by my wife. My wife's one of these people you probably call a super connector, right? She loves having coffee with people, introducing people. She, she does pattern matching in her head and she knows who the right person to introduce her to at the right time is. And I was, I left my, I left my last company. I was the CEO of that company. Um, I, I, uh, we had our first baby. I was sitting on the couch watching Netflix while the baby was sleeping two months old. And the idea just came to me, like, what if I could productize my wife, right? What, what, what my wife does in a manual fashion, talking to all these people and making the connections in her head, what if we could actually turn that into a product? And that's where the idea for DraftBoard came out. And uh, the, the, the employee referral bonuses already exist. I didn't have to, I don't, when I talk to companies, I don't have to convince them that they should pay for a referral. They actually do that already. And so when I explain to them what DraftBoard is, they're like, this seems obvious. Like, how has this not existed before? And I could probably go into like why I think that's the case, but the truth is it just hasn't. Um, now we've seen the last year since we started sort of a couple of different competitors, as like, you'd call them competitors. We all do things differently in our own little flavor um, uh, come up. But yeah, really, it's, it's, a, it's a new age and someone's going to hit it big and, and do it right. And I think we're the ones. And I'm curious, you know, as it's a newish company, you know, within within a year and a year and a half old, like, what are you spending your time on as you're working on it? Like, are you fundraising? Are you shipping product? Are you talking to customers all day? Like, how's your time split as you work on the company? Yeah, so we were fortunate um, that, like, when I first came up with the idea, uh, uh, I found some uh, very early on some VCs who really loved it. And they were like, we want to back you. And so we raised enough funding for three three years of runway. And so that we've been fortunate on that front. Um, so most of my time is not spent on, actually I spend almost zero time on fundraising right now, just not a focus. What I do spend my time on, I think it's, it shifts, right? Depending on the stage of the company. So in the beginning of the company, it was all on product, right? Like I needed to like really design the product. We're not building, you know, uh, SpaceX rockets here, but we're bringing together different tools in a way or different um, ways of, or different software in a way that really no one's done before. And so it's sort of making it a beautiful consumer experience because it needs really to feel when someone goes to draftboard.com, it needs to feel like they're on Instagram or, or whatever like app they're using. It needs to feel seamless and easy and like, oh my God, I can't believe how easy that is. Um, and so that's that was the first part. Today, I spent a lot of my time on uh, the I, I sales, so I put sales in quotation marks because uh, we're free for companies, but we don't charge them any SaaS fee or anything. Um, I can tell you about our business model later, but essentially they charge, we charge them nothing, but we still have to convince them to, to put their roles on draft board. Usually that happens within one or maybe two calls, as opposed to a lot of companies where it's like a five or six call, you know, like thing. Um, so a lot of time on sales, um, a decent amount of time on, on scouts or so recruiting scouts. Who are our scouts? What do they look like? Like what are their, what's their background? That's a really interesting question because the idea of a scout, like as we define it is new. And so we have to educate and grow a whole new market from scratch. Um, and then all the administrative stuff of being a founder, a solo founder, right? Bank accounts and payroll and legal entities and contracts and all that kind of stuff. And if you kind of take take all of that and put it in a little ball and do do all that for the next 10 years, 15 years of your life, like what do you see as draft board looking like in a decade or two? Or in other words, like what's your big vision here and what direction are you rowing in as you're building this every day? Yeah, when I when I was raising money, I I I probably met with 30 firms. Um, I had, I was fortunate that the first one I met with, like they gave me a term sheet. And so I was able to say to everyone else, Hey, like I have a term sheet. If you don't want to be in, that's fine. I just need to know. And that tends to like, uh, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, identify the ones that are interested or not. Right. Um, yep. And what I told every single investor when I sat down with them was like, this is either, this is either the next LinkedIn in terms of size or a $10 billion revenue company, or this is a zero. This isn't an outcome where, you know, you build a nice little ARR business um, with a million dollars of ARR and you sell it for 50 million to some acquirer and, you know, the founder does really well, but the investors don't do as well. Nothing against that. I think that's great. 
But I said then you have to be you have to be um, willing to take that that outsized risk that this is going to be a total failure and a total zero. And so that that's what I do. And I, I want to run this company for the next ten to twenty years. I, I really believe that we're going to build this, and if we don't, someone else will because it just needs to exist. It should exist. It should have existed already. Uh, and what exists now with some of the job boards, it's just become a mess. I talked to can't tell you how many companies I talked to that say they have. 800, 1,800, 4,000 applications for a single role within two days of posting it. And it's just unsustainable that way. I love that. And in order to make it happen and be, and be the company that takes this space, like you'll need some help, right? I mean, it takes a village to make a startup work and scale. Totally. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you looking for customers, partners, um, you know, you know, interns? Like how can we assist here at the forward thinking founders community? Yeah, so I think it's anyone who's looking to hire, right? It takes, it's like, like I said, 90 seconds to get onboarded. It costs nothing. And I mean that, really, it costs nothing. The way we make money, I should take a step back, is if if one of our scouts finds you a candidate that you end up hiring, you pay the amount of the bonus that you set. So let's say you set the bonus of $3,000. You don't pay a cent more. Um, we take 20% of that, and the 80% goes to the scout. So really, it's the scout that's paying us their percentage. And the scout's thrilled with that, because in what other world can they make $2,400 by referring a friend to a job, right? And it's, and my job, the reason I'm making 20% of that is because I go out and pitch and win customers to say like, list your jobs on DraftBoard. And so so my, my pitch to the members of the community are, hey, give us a shot. We've got amazing companies who have, um, and companies that a uh, thousand people down to 10 people to 50 people, it sort of ranges. I think our sweet spot right now is in that like 10 to 300 range. Um, but yeah, we'd love to, we'd love to help you. And uh, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, right? There's no, there's no downside. And then for my last question, if someone wanted to connect, you know, become a scout, become a customer, um, how can they, uh, how can they connect? Like, what's your website? Do you have a social media presence? Do you have an email address? How can someone kind of learn more and, and plug in? Yeah. So anyone can go to www.draftboard.com. Um, my email address is Zach at draftboard.com. Z-A-C-H. So you can contact me that way. Um, you, I'm on Instagram, but I'm not active. I'm on Twitter, but not really active. I'm pretty active on LinkedIn, so you can find me there. Um, Zachary Roseman, I think that's my, I go by that full name on, on LinkedIn. Uh, but yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. For sure. Thanks so much, Matt. Great to meet you.